This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. My name is Keen, and my motto for life is always look at the bright side and be grateful for everything. Job completed. I'm James. <laughs> Welcome to Sister Pod. We are at the finale of UK versus the world, and we are joined by the fantastic current apprentice candidate, Brittany Carter, who's a massive Drag Race fan. Oh, absolutely. Now, this, this came about like in, in, in the most, I suppose, um... spurious spurious exciting whatever uh having what being a massive fan of the apprentice we were both watching it last week and noted victoria uh, veronica green's uh, appearance and how excited britney was so i was like we we gotta get her on the podcast and thankfully she was free and what a guest she turned out to be oh my yeah, god i know encyclopedic knowledge yeah. and also great opinions such a th- <laughs> and such great enthusiasm as well it was great to have not that our other guests aren't enthusiastic but she seems so enthusiastic just like she is on tv <laughs> yeah. um and normally we plan our guests you know weeks in advance so it was nice to have somebody who was like just in the in, in the diary for like less than five days <laughs> <laughs> so it's a fun episode we you know um sorry fun episode of the show fun episode of the podcast are you happy with the winner we'll get into all that but first let's welcome to the podcast Brittany carter Brittany Carter, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Sister Pod for the finale of UK vs. the World. First of all, let's jump into The Apprentice. We're loving seeing you there. How, you know, we talk about this on, um, you know, in terms of when we have drag queens on who've been on the show. What has it been like watching yourself back on a reality TV format? Does it give you a better understanding for shows like Drag Race? Yes, absolutely. It's so funny because when I hear my voice in a Snapchat story, I can't handle it, but I can watch myself on repeat for two hours every <laughs> single week. It's crazy because now it's almost like when I'm watching Drag Race, I feel like I know the inside. I'm like, yeah, well, this, this has happened because of this. Yes. <laughs> this has happened because of this. But you're always worried about how the edit is going to be because they have to put four days down into oh, just yeah. an hour. Yeah. But it represents how it went absolutely perfectly. I don't even know how they managed to get it so concise and so accurate. Yeah. So it does make me feel sometimes when the edit gets blamed, I'm You're like, like hmm, hmm, really? I do understand why people get about that because I'm like, you had to have said it yeah. for it to be there. <laughs> so, yeah, but I thought it was going to be really difficult to watch, but I ended up having to watch it four times in a week. My family are so annoyed. They're like, I don't want to watch you again. I'm like, just one more time. <laughs> and here's but one no, very really- important... One very important question for you. Who would be standing on a stage or in a boardroom? Who would you be more intimidated to be performing in front of? Lord Sugar or RuPaul? You know what? If I had... It's crazy because it's like giving live performances to Ru, isn't it? If I had to give like a live performance to Lord Sugar, that would be terrifying. But I honestly (laughs) think that because my skill set is not in singing, dancing, acting or fashion, I would find Ru so intimidating. Intimidating. If you could have seen my that I did on Apprentice, he would have sashayed me away before he even ended. Out the door. <laughs> he would have been like, 
Oh my gosh, I would be that queen that has to do the really bad rapping in the. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> You're gorgeous. That's fine. Really and who do you think has a worse death stare karen brady or michelle visage oh my gosh i feel like they're same energy i really feel like they are the same energy um oh my gosh i think that's actually a very 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 close call into death stare because i wouldn't want to be making a mistake in front of either of them yeah I think on the apprentice Karen Brady doesn't really comment. She just does death stares. In RuPaul, you know you're going to get a comment from Michelle at the same time, which would scare me even more. For example, <laughs> when she's doing the directing of any of the musicals or any of the plays that they have to do, yeah. and she'll just be in like, no, you need to do this. And when they can't do it, and she's like, you still didn't get it right. You still didn't I get know. it right. Just absolutely, absolutely kill me. <laughs> yeah. But I guess with Michelle, you kind of know there's that mother in there and that she, you know, she really yes. loves the queens and like she's doing for yes. the best place and she'll give them all a hug. Does Karen give yeah. you the same energy? Does Karen give you a hug when the cameras roll? What I really appreciate about Karen is when you get into the boardroom, even though she hasn't really given you much to go on when you're out on task, if someone's done something right, she will always stand up for them in the boardroom. So she's oh, very, nice. very fair. And yeah. in the same way, if you've got someone that's chatting a bit of nonsense, trying to make the situation sound better, she'll be savage and she'll be like, oh, that didn't go like that, Lord Sugar. And she will really out them. So you can trust that when it was Karen that was with you on task, that in the boardroom, the truth will prevail. Yeah. So I yeah. really, really appreciate that. Because I think, wasn't it yourself and Aaron got like a nice hat tip from her a couple of weeks ago about oh the, uh, about the, your yes. tour. And I was like, I was like, I was so glad that happened. The kind of like, they specifically said these guys were great. He used the adjective fantastic as well, which I will never forget. I remember being in the boardroom, sometimes I forget the cameras are there. I almost wanted to just jump up and like jump around. <laughs> yourself that's why when you get outside of the boardroom and everyone runs to hug everyone's literally going crazy like jumping up and down yeah. um, and that in- was such an amazing moment and it was so funny because she did like what felt like a 10 second pause where she was like we've received a lot of feedback and i was like oh god here we go and then she said something good i was like this is amazing. <laughs> and i was wondering do you know like you know we we always hear you know we're seeing season 14 at the moment like yeah. oh i just need a win i've been safe la 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 in the house is there a lot of that is there just like i just need a win as project manager you know i'm sick of being safe or is it more of just like thank god i'm here till for another week it's very funny because at the beginning it's kind of like you're just getting through people don't really have stats to back them up but as it gets further and further along and more and more people are eliminated everyone is like oh well I haven't won as project manager or oh I have only won three out of six tasks I was in a position where I'd won every task but one and it was the only one that I was project manager for so yeah. I was like I'm a I was like, I'm literally saying, I have to win a project manager, it's getting too much. And some people would be like, yeah, but you lost a PM. You'd be like, oh, I knew it was on. And it sometimes means that you'll put yourself up for a task that isn't necessarily to your strengths to project manage just because you need one under your belt. And that is sometimes to people's demise because... If you remember the fish task in task four, Alex kind of got pushed into being yeah. project manager. And then um, it was to his demise. So it, you do need to be really careful about the ones that you project manage. Yeah. Um, but luckily, I got I won my second PM. So we yeah, so- <laughs> yeah, very much in house that talks like that. And you're like, oh, there's four boys have gone, but no girls. And you really <laughs> analyze that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. 
And it is interesting as well with, um, I suppose the same thing can happen in Drag Race where like if you win the mini challenge, you can end up as the like team leader and then that is the weight is on your head. And sometimes yeah. if it's not, if it's outside of your skill set, then you can end up booted home as well. Absolutely. And then there's such big decisions sometimes when you win the mini challenge, even in terms of like deciding what order to put the queens out on in a performance people kind of take that decision so seriously and they end up turning themselves crazy and sometimes they make a wrong mistake. (laughs) Pressure really gets to them. Like some people feel really empowered and it goes to their head, but other people really crack under that pressure. Yes, yes, they do. They do. (laughs) Let's segue then from The Apprentice before we ask any more questions that get you in trouble to Drag Race. How long have you been a fan? You know, who are some of your favourite queens? I've been watching Drag Race for about five years now. So um, I've watched all of the UK. I've watched halfway through all of the US and also now we've got UK versus the world and all stars as well and I was so happy when Mo was coming in because she's always been one of my favorite queens so when I saw her in the initial lineup I was like this is perfect she's finally got her chance because I felt on her all stars she was so close I did uh so she was so close so I was like I'm really glad that she's got an opportunity to come back obviously Juju as well as a drag race legend I was like could this finally be her moment I knew she'd probably get to the final because she always does so I was like the time um another great one as well obviously I am from the UK so um Bagger is like a national treasure for us so I was really really glad for her to be back I could watch her on TV for hours absolutely hours yeah yeah, yeah, yeah so who whose team were you on coming into this episode so coming into this episode honestly it was so strong and there were so many different reasons why i was backing every queen so to be honest i was actually finding it difficult to decide overall i wanted mo to win because i think she's got personality she can sing rap and act her fashion this season has been absolutely on point as it always is and i just love her story as well and i just love that like things are working out for her and i just think that I'm shocked that she hasn't won any of these seasons that she's gone into yet so I really wanted this to be her chance I was even shocked that she didn't have a badge going into this final because I think she wins it every week and she was so close as well to winning um but obviously Maga will always have a space in my heart because I just think that her personality is amazing does she lack a bit in fashion yes but because she brings her personality so much I um, would have loved for her to win, but when I found out that the final would be lip syncing and I knew that wasn't necessarily her strongest point. Yeah, yeah, you can kind of see it coming, yeah. 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 Look at Juju, obviously, same as what the judges said, she didn't bring it or bring herself Mm -hmm. for a lot of this series. And we were waiting for her to turn up. And I think that if she wouldn't have had her past reputation and years of drag race... Oh, she would have gone. She would have gone way earlier. We know that times she would have gone, but... Queens, for whatever reason, gave her a chance. And I'm really glad that she was able to pull it back. And real Juju was there at the end. That yeah. red dress that she wore yesterday. Oh, sickening. Sickening. Oh, looked- my God. It was beautiful. <laughs> I that. Um, and then if we look at Blue, like, the contrast from when she was on her first her season. Her first season. UK, Unreal. And now I was just like... She has grown so much and it just shows that she's taken on the feedback from her previous season and she yeah. was in it to win it. This, oh, completely. This and I, it's, I, I found it really interesting when she said that she felt like a filler queen. Yeah. I, 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 
I felt so sorry because she she doesn't she comes across as such confidence and she has such poise yeah. that you wouldn't necessarily see that in her. But at yeah. the same time, it's such a natural reaction. So if you're standing in a room surrounded by all yeah. these people who are coming from all yeah. these amazing like these seasons that have had yeah. kind of the people you've looked up to as well. Yeah, yeah. like Mo Absolutely. and Juju walking in, you'd be hard not to kind of go, oh, God, no. I, do I belong in a competition with these guys? Yeah. Absolutely, imposter syndrome. I feel like she must have got. And obviously, remember yeah. the story. Remember the story she said about Mo, where Mo told her to like hold the clothes when she was covering yes. like doing the <laughs> yeah. show with her. It must have been yeah. crazy to turn up then in that um, workroom and be like, "Look where I am." But I think yeah. that she grew so much as a person as well. And I loved how open she was about some of the struggles that she had oh, faced so in her so life. Good. Yeah, really opened up to the queens, and you could just see the friendships blossoming oh, which is something that was, I love like yeah that was one of my favorite parts of the episode I love it I hugs. love the friendship yeah, yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love that so yeah going into this um final I was overall team Mo but to be honest anyone that would have won I literally would have been happy and uh, yeah. I never usually like that there's always someone that I definitely don't want to win and someone that I'm rooting for but this was the first time where I was like I wouldn't mind what about you guys yeah. who you spied me on. I, I, I've got to be I I was like team Mo in that I thought Mo yeah. was the strongest queen and Mo had yeah. like the best track record and really yeah. felt most like she could kind of like stand her own like alongside the likes of Shea Coulee or all of those. Yeah. Things. But the minute blue came out there with that little Irish tricolor on and the like <laughs> and the Union Jack, I was like, I'm one hometown queen. I want you to yeah. win. <laughs> yeah. I was team Juju B just because that's who I found myself rooting for because yeah. I just love her so much and I kind of understand that she probably based on this season alone she didn't really deserve to win but I was still kind of rooting for her because I was wondering was this all a scheme to keep herself as the underdog did she purposely do rubbish yeah. for the first four weeks and then like emerge fully formed again at the end yeah. but I was when she was kicked out I was like oh, it's probably probably fair uh, and yeah. then out of the final two I probably would have went for Mo but it was a close call and actually yeah. when you reminded us there of the holding the of the dress in yeah. it Manchester Belfast, yeah, yeah, it, it, that's a nice full circle moment for that beef then to re-emerge in the final lip sync, right? Absolutely, that was probably going through her mind. She was like, "I would never would have seen myself here in a few years after that yeah, scenario." No. Like, exactly, yeah. That is literally the biggest one eighty you could do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Were you surprised it's- that Mo had chosen to send home Janie? No, I was not surprised. I was not. I think that the four that I wanted to be in the final when we were down to the five was those girls. I know if we looked at Janie's track record, she had some wins in there. She did have some losses. Mm. I feel like she was very well-rounded, but almost like a jack-of-all-trades. And there wasn't a crazy moment where I was like, oh my God, she she needs to be in the final. I think she's absolutely stunning and her fashion was amazing. But Snatch Game, I think, probably did it a bit for me in terms of not rooting for her to be in the final and then also with the singing when they were doing um the in london song as well i was like she pulled out the bag in the end but i just think that yeah i just wasn't 100 percent like you need to be in the final like i was with the other four queens what about you in terms of jenny yeah i i actually felt like jenny represented herself really well this is an amazing platform for her to get she is after like elevating herself in yeah. like the in the, the overall fandom like really highly she she did strongly perform in a lot of the challenges but again there was just something missing or not connecting in the personality level that I was kind of like 
I was glad she got as far as she did because this will really benefit her. But overall, I was sort of like, she she wouldn't have fit right in that top four. Like if they'd yeah. still been Pangina or Jimbo or Lemon, I think you would yeah. have felt like, oh, they deserve to be there. Yeah. But yeah, Janie, I was happy enough to see go at this point. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm not surprised she went, but I was kind of surprised Mo hadn't been more cutthroat cut because it was like, this is the elimination that you can't come back and you, it's the final elimination and she was kind yeah. of talking a big game. So it was, I was surprised it wasn't someone like Baga who got chopped yeah. before the drama. I really respect that because I honestly would go into shows like this and I would go by track record and I would, I know everyone says I want to be facing the best in the final, but I would, if I'd eliminated someone that was tough competition and then I got into the final, I would, you want to be playing the best. So I thought that showed really integrity from Mo that she could have got rid of some of the, one of the tougher competition and she decided to go with who was right. I'd love to know, how would you play the game if you were on an all-stars like this? Oh, I, I don't, I feel like I would want, I would want to be fair because I would want, I would know that whatever decisions I was making, I would end up having to justify outside of it. So I would, yeah. even though probably there would be that like little voice in the corner who'd be like, oh, if you get rid of them, you will maybe go further. I know then you'd yeah. end up justifying it. And also like, if you see, if you think back to like All Stars 3, where like yeah. Shangela got, got booted out and Benjamin Creme left kind of midway through the season like Trixie's win has then been questioned ever since that because there was this idea of not having had a chance to compete against the best so I think that for me that's probably the way I would play it even though there would be a sizable corner on my shoulder sizable voice on my shoulder being like get rid of the tough competition Mm. (laughs) and I think I would agree with you I kind of like if these are going to be my friends I kind of want to be able to face them at the end of the day that being said if this was the the US All-Stars and there's a hundred grand on the line I might be like that is so true isn't there that monetary element there's nothing nothing to gain in this season just an old badge whereas if there's actually ten grand on the line or a hundred grand I'd be like look you'll understand bye on eBay like how much will you buy my RuPaul draft badge for yes if you look at the people that decided to play tactically it ended up being to their demise because Jimbo put up uh Juju when we know that it should have been Cheryl Hole and then that kind of catalyzed for Jimbo to then be voted out which then catalyzed for Pangina to be voted out off the back of that so as soon as the tactics came into it and the voting went kind of below the belt it ended up being to the demise of the people that played because the the, there is that circle of trust and you see that exactly yeah. that coming into it like where sort of people started bringing into their deliberations when they had an opportunity to send pangina home oh if i yeah. keep her is she potentially gonna get rid of me whereas if you've been playing it fair throughout the season i guess people are gonna say well as long as i'm doing better than you i'm safe or as long as i'm doing yeah. well i'm safe yeah. and i ultimately kind of you know i think that it's probably good that game playing has that negative kind of has that like you know do or die element to it so like if you are going to choose to gameplay it can backfire on you and we've seen that like spectacularly twice in in this uh, in this series and as a viewer when someone that's amazing goes you're furious because you Mm. want to see them carry on in the competition you want to see what they can bring every single week like when Jimbo and Panjima were both left gagged for starts but also I was devastated because I wanted to see what they could bring to the rest of the competition so I was really upset 
I was so angry at Pangina for Jimbo. I was like, <laughs> I, yeah. I think I was on anger levels of bagger at that yes. point. <laughs> justice for Jimbo. <laughs> yes, justice. But it was crazy, obviously, because Bagger said that she would avenge Jimbo, but I was like, will she actually or will she play it fairly? But no, the second she got the chance to vote Pangina, yeah. I was like, I'm doing it. Bye. <laughs> well, on the topic of the previous queens, let's run through their eleganza, extravaganza, and the runway. First up was Lemon, who gave us the big old maple leaf, and I actually kind of felt the way that they were holding it behind her kind of looked like it was blowing in the wind. I thought they delivered. Well, it I well. thought that was absolutely stunning, and obviously Lemon was gone too soon, so I'm so glad that she got an opportunity to bring a stunning, stunning outfit. But I thought she looked absolutely amazing. As oh, always. she did. That was stunning and I just think to be able to impict your country in such a way in the terms of dress like I loved that outfit what about you oh yeah I I felt like we we didn't get to see like so Lemon has been sharing all of her her runway looks over on her Instagram and some of them have been absolutely like mind-blowingly stunning and it's it's a real shame we didn't get to see more of them on the runway so it was great to see her back and for her to like like I think that you you kind of saw how charming she was in the little untucked moment funny when she got to spin the wheel like I it really did kind of make you think there's another version of this show where she got to stick around and we got to see her snatch game and we got to hear what she would have done and it was a real pity like you really it it gave you a great taster for like what a brilliant queen she is I would have loved to have seen her carry on in that process and see what she could have brought into it. So, yeah, it was a massive shame. But I'm glad that she got to have that moment coming out first as well. She wowed me when I saw that dress. She really did. Yeah. And and, and to be fair, in the legacy of the show, to have been have your run cut too short always keeps you more favour in the eye of the fans rather than someone who overstays their welcome like a Roxy yeah. Andrews and All-Stars too, do you know? So. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. she'll get cast again in some sort of, you know, transatlantic all-stars or some sort of spin. <laughs> we know there's going to be many a spin-off show, yeah. so we don't need to worry about her not getting a moment. Don't we worry. <laughs> uh, next up was Sheza with her Essex rose. I love that she had the flax, the thistle, the daffodil and the rose all sort of woven into the into the dress. Yeah. Um, I, I liked this. I thought it could have been more oomph for a finale. Yeah, I think it was very Cheryl Hole. We kind of know what we're going to expect with Cheryl Hole's fashion. It is very Essex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Personally, yeah. out of the others, like in terms of the adjective eleganza, it didn't necessarily hit complete on yeah. elegance with me. But it was classic Cheryl Hole, and her personality is what I love the most. Like, she's so yeah. positive. She's just this bundle of energy, and I think that always comes across in the runway. So her wearing it, I thought it was so her. So I still did really like it. Yeah, I, I found as well, like, when she walked into the, the workroom in the first week, even though I knew, like, in my heart of hearts, I knew there was no way that she was going to be winning yeah. the series. I was just so delighted to see her back. I think she has just such a positive energy and, like, a warmth to her that, like, even more so than any of the other queens in this season, like, she is the real miscongeniality of of, yeah. of, of, of this season. Uh, the, 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 the gown itself, as you said, like, it... It, when it comes to like eleganza extravaganza, it, yeah. it you know it, it was maybe a couple of notches below, um, yeah. but it was very it was it was a great look for Cheryl, um, and yeah. I did like the inclusion of all the UK flowers into it. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And what I love about Shoho is she can laugh at herself in such a hilarious oh, way. Absolutely. Like, yes. Every fear against her, she just turns into something so funny. And I find it really contagious. And yeah. I just, yeah, I absolutely love her when I when we saw her come in, even the way that she interacts with the girls. Like she really is one of the like standout personalities, even in that group. And yes. I think that her personality really carries her and it like makes her what she is. So I'm really <laughs> glad we got to shortly see her on our televisions again. Yes. <laughs> she was the only one other than Janie, who I felt wasn't bitter about having been eliminated in the, in the Untucked. I think she was just kind of like, this is how it rolls. It's fine. I'm having a good time. I'm here at my sister's. All good. Jimbo is up next. Uh, and Jimbo and Pagina have, have that argument in Untucked. But I I found Jimbo's look, like it was lice, but based on like the first look we got from them on the runway, which is that black and white, you know, crown chest piece one. I don't think they've showed us anything on the runway that beat that. No. No, that was the, my favorite outfit. When I saw it, I was like, that is amazing. And even the way that he made his figure look in that outfit, like all of it, I was like, said it. I was like, the bar is already set. When I saw that outfit, I was like, that is absolutely stunning. And it's just like, he manages to bring in quirkiness and craziness without bringing away from the beauty, which is a really, really like difficult balance find and he achieves it every time so yeah I think that that was just one of my absolute favorite looks of the whole time um when Jimmy came out I thought that his makeup looked absolutely amazing and his outfits always looked amazing so I just I still loved him yeah no I I I love the color I thought it was beautiful I love that like that that Jimbo is sort of like has moved since like season one of Canada has kind of moved to this like really exaggerated bimbo curves kind of thing I think it's a real fun with the like the huge the huge breastplate and the massive hips Uh, and I I did sort of think that because we'd seen Lemon do something so Canada and and a bit more exciting that maybe this as like a representation of Canada felt a little bit flatter Uh, and I also think that like you know I know that they only have a certain amount of luggage or whatever, but when you're when you're when you think of a moose, you think of those like huge big yeah. horns. So yeah. those like little dinky horns, yeah. I was kind of like they're not really doing it for me in the headpiece. And also because we are used to Jimbo going the extra mile and going further than you would expect, it was interesting for him to not quite hit our expectation as well. So yeah, I was similar with that. Uh, Pagina was up next, who gave us that Elizabethan look with a sort of tight uh, point of view um, this was kind of spoiled because we had seen it in the preview but it was I thought it really like stood out on the stage I thought it was fantastic I thought she looked amazing makeup how do people do makeup like that because I've been watching YouTube for so long trying to do makeup and I'm like you guys are amazing I absolutely <laughs> love this dress and I think the detail was absolutely amazing as well and it was something really unique Um, even though we had seen it in the preview Pangina bought it again for me. I was like, this this girl could do no wrong in my eyes. I oh, loved yeah. that outfit. No, yeah, it was James it was so so stunning. Like the the yeah. pearls and the wig were gorgeous. Yes. the nod like the nod to 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 Elizabeth the first and that real historical yeah. reference, and then bringing in some of the 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 sort of the, the Philippines kind of um, aspect Thai? to it as well. Thailand, Thailand, sorry, aspect to it. Like it was it was just. I don't know, it was, it it just was stunning. It was so clever and so unique and kind of just showed you what exactly what, it distilled exactly what it was Pangina had brought to this competition, which was like elegance, references, humour, like across the board. 
And Michelle always says it is in the detail, but Pangina's detail with every single outfit that she brings is just on point. It's always so clever. It's always got a slight meaning and it always just ties the outfit in together so much. And she did not falter from that, from this outfit either. Yeah. It was exactly as good as I expected it to be from her. She looked stunning. And it's the perfect point of view of like, I'm on a British TV show. Let me represent my Thai culture through this vision. And, you know, it's, she hits the mark every and, single time. And on Panjana, like, imagine the pressure of being a, a co-host and you are coming on to heat. That takes some balls because that is like your reputation really is up on the line. And from the second when I saw her in the very first episode where they had to do the talent show when she did that dance, I was like... <gasps> Oh my gosh, I couldn't believe it. I was like, she was absolutely amazing. And she just bought it every single week, even though she had so much pressure on her shoulders. I think that's why she was so devastated because like the Queen's commented, when someone from Thailand is representing their country, everyone is behind them. And I think that she felt that she was basically representing every single person in the country Com- completely and you could you could tell how important it was to her and she carried yeah. that weight that responsibility so yeah. heavily on her shoulders and it was interesting in the um in the like untucked bit we got you could yeah. see that that she probably wasn't like now she's come out and she's spoken about it like on her instagram and twitter kind yeah. of about how she's moved on and she's you know been come to peace but you could tell at that moment, when she was having that conversation with Blue Hydrangea, she wasn't yet at peace with the thing. You could see it still bubbling away on her shoulders. And you could see that when Blue was up on the stage and she mentioned about being the eliminator, and then they kind of cut to Pangina's expression, yeah. and she still looked as devastated as the time. I still like yeah. still got wounds that she needs to heal at this moment about it. Yeah, like in terms of The Apprentice, I was thinking like Pangina competing is like if Claude wants a bit of investment for his next business venture and he throws himself into yeah. the ring. Into the- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Imagine! <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm coming to be your business partner. I'm coming in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But that untucked moment when Jimbo was like, I could have said, you know, your nose is awful and I could have said this and I could have said, but I'm not going to. Like, that was you, shady in the that best way. That was so shady, shady in the best way. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, that was such shade. I find in those moments that, that they're very unlikable. At that point, I kind of was like, I'm kind of glad you're gone. Like, you know, you kind of have to be graceful in defeating that show, otherwise it just looks bad. Yeah. I felt that as well because uh, to be honest up until that point even though there was the whole thing of him putting up Juju I was still kind of rooting for him and gutted that he went but it was really funny seeing that did slightly change my opinions at that time because I was like I'd love for it all to just be like it's over now be congratulatory and be happy for each other yeah yeah because even even say in that moment Pangina uh, although you could perhaps tell that like under the surface it wasn't quite there like she had that moment of saying Blue I need you to give me an explanation and once Blue had given the explanation she was like I just need a closure okay that's it finish now let's move on whereas you got the sense with Jimbo that Jimbo was like you know like and also like the other thing about it was is like Jimbo you're like coming for a queen who's also been eliminated (laughs) (laughs) in exactly the same type of situation (laughs) exactly it's like you two can relate you two can start a support group (laughs) I also love Lemon's moment of like what did we learn about each other let's start with you nothing (laughs) Nothing. and it's like Lemon if anything had the most to be bitter about pardon the pun but um, she was really happy like in defeat and she was just like 
at peace with it as well. And I thought that that show was a really nice touch from her as well. Like there was water under the bridge. She was still happy to be there and see everyone. And she was genuinely happy for the people in the final as well, which I think is a really nice personality trait to have. She just seemed so genuine and it made me even more upset not to have seen more of her. And that's, so you see someone that has that like contrition and that sense of just like life brings you these opportunities and you make the most of them. It does make you warm to them more whereas when you see someone being a bit bitter. Yeah. You you do yeah. tend to be like, all right, okay, had enough of you. <laughs> maybe this reflects on us being really nice people because I know some people absolutely love the shadiness, but maybe it's just us to be like, no, be kind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so back to the runway, Janie was up next. She gave us that sort of sky blue with clouds dress with the tulips at the bottom and the sun on the chest. Um, yeah, I mean, we've, we've seen sort of tulipy looks on Drag Race Holland. This is probably the best of them that I've seen, but I kind of... I kind of would love something more high fashion. Yeah, completely agree. I thought she looked absolutely stunning, but we had seen her kind of get to that elevated levels of high fashion, and particularly in the art week when she came out as Marilyn Monroe. I absolutely loved that. I would have loved her to come out with something a bit edgier instead of something that was more like on the side but I still thought she looked absolutely stunning. I just was expecting something that was a bit more outside of the box. Yeah, me completely. I, I, it reminded me a little bit of um, I just remember from season thirteen when Gottmik did that like latex dress that had the sun yeah. and the the flowers. It kind yeah. of it gave me shades of that, and I was like, uh, and it's yeah. always annoying when you see something that reminds you of something else you've seen because then you're comparing mm-hmm. it unfavorably. Yeah. And I did just think like something with a bit more edge to it, something that felt a little less homemade, probably yeah. would have been more for this moment. But she did, yeah. and always does look just so beautiful. Um, Absolutely. It really surprises me sometimes because they know this is going to be the like final outfit. It's the, it's yeah. the one, and it's yeah. crazy when it doesn't hit the levels that their other outfits have hit throughout the process. I find it really disappointing. I'm like, this yeah. was the one you had to bring it. Mm. <laughs> and where is Pangina? Yes, Pangina tra- like uh, you know channeled British culture through a Thai lens, whereas Jenny yes. just kind of brought. Dutch culture there was no sort of British twist to it so I would have liked that maybe I don't know how she would have done it but I'm sure there was a way Um, let's go into the final four then Bagger was up first with her Liz Taylor puff sleeve black sort of shiny uh, glittery dress with that really nice ornate headpiece Uh, I think she peaked at the right time Yes, for Bagger, obviously we don't normally expect her to bring like fashion. So I kind of always have an expectation with outfits from Bagger. It's always her wearing the outfit that brings it to life that I absolutely love. But I thought she really bought fashion in this one. And even Michelle said the same thing. And she was really, really happy with those comments. I thought Bagger was absolutely stunning. And I'm so glad that she bought it for the final because... Standing up there, she looked like she belonged there, even just from a dress perspective, not just from her personality. And that made me really happy. No, I, I completely agree. And I think that one of the things that was nice in this ep- in this and the last episode with Bagot is that, like, Bagot has kind of been, like, a bit impenetrable this season. Like, very kind yes. of, like, giving this sort of, like, singular approach to being on the wrong way. Yeah. We've got a lot of vulnerability. We saw how much this means to her. We saw how much yeah. this opportunity has meant to her. And you don't often see Bagot being sincere. So I think no. getting that, like, moment of sincerity from Bagot on the runway really kind of 
helped you understand like the person underneath it above the kind of like over the top kind of thing and I did think this was definitely the best you love that wig was insane I couldn't figure out if it was those like those like cigarette holders or if it was straws or what it was I loved it I loved it and just one bagger as well like she was so sincere when she said to Rue like you have saved me and she does always put on this comedy front it is always the bagger personality but to see that broken down and see the sincerity of how much RuPaul's Drag Race meant to her and how much it had saved her. I almost shed a tear. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I was seeing it because I found Bagger kind of hard to warm to this season. But when I saw that, I was like, I kind of wish I'd seen that the whole season. You know, it was like, there's such a nice person in there. And if we just see more of the vulnerability, I love maybe that's not her, maybe it is the edit, but um. Yeah, I thought her story. Well, a lot of the stories were really touching, but she definitely hit hit us with the with the fields right at the end. Which mm-hmm. you know, I think which with Bagger, where she went slightly wrong in terms of people's warming to her this season was when it was the sewing challenge, and she basically oh, was idiot. just asleep. And <laughs> obviously, you have queens like Mo who are always like, "You need to be so blessed to be here. You need to bring it every yes. single week." And she kind of just sat back and chilled, and then it all worked out for her fine. I think that yeah. was one one kind of turning point where people were like come on is she even serious about being here Uh, no completely and especially when you had that up against like Juju as well who was also maybe not like putting in the most effort and so like you were looking at a cast of nine contestants and two of them didn't seem to be taking it as seriously so it, it was frustrating when you were thinking god this is like look at the way these other queens are competing look at how much this means to the likes of Jimbo or Pangina and to see this kind of it was just I think it was a miscalculation on on her part to kind of portray it that way because at the end of the day that dress she made for the RuPaul sewing challenge it was pretty like it was it was very good for Baga and it was very good for most Pangina made it So it was rubbish for Pangina, but it was good for Baga. Yeah. <laughs> Baga managed to be safe that all win all the way through. She didn't even yeah. go in the bottom Never as well. So yeah. she had a, like, a really easy run as well. Because we know that lip syncs aren't necessarily her strongest point. Yes. So <laughs> it was lucky for her to get through. But again, no badge either at the end, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, the bad they were stingy with the badges this year, though they were stingy with them because they were giving yeah. them out to everyone in the last couple of seasons of yeah. of, of UK. Yeah. Before it was like one group one. It was like, yeah, everyone have two badges. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like she said, she's never in the bottom, but she was up for elimination the week before. So I was yeah. like, that's not entirely yeah. true. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Blue is up next with her regal baby blue ruffles and layers to the gods and then the dove on the front of the back with the UK and the Irish flag. I love this. When she turned around and she had that extra bit, I thought that probably could have gone with the sort of eye-shaped ruffles. But it was such a glow-up and this was like exactly what you wanted from a Blue Hydrangea All-Stars finale look glow up is the exact term that I would use I thought she looked absolutely stunning and then yeah I loved the combination of the Northern Ireland and the UK flag together I thought it was absolutely stunning I thought she just looked so lovely and again like she's just elevated and grown so much since her um UK drag race um season and I just thought she just looked absolutely stunning out there yeah I was really Uh proud of her 
she absolutely did. And the way she's like the way she spoke about kind of like her representing freedom to be yourself, because like she comes from from a from a, a part of the the UK which unfortunately is still that little bit behind. And so to have a representative coming out of a, a, a non-binary drag queen coming out of Northern Ireland to like win this competition, it speaks to a lot of people who might feel a bit hopeless living there because society is still that little bit further behind that like you know you, you be yourself be strong in who you are have the courage to, to do it and so I did think that was like that was really heartwarming and I, I loved it. even like bringing that message into the outfit and even just despite uh, like aside from that it just was so pretty like I the colour was gorgeous her makeup was amazing <laughs> looked amazing I couldn't stop looking at her lips I was like how have you got lipstick like that it looks amazing and when she commented the moment where she said that she used to have to secretly watch the show without her mum seeing and now she's won UK's Drag Race versus the world it was like this is crazy absolutely Hmm. and I think I think it means a lot as well because you know Sometimes in British media, there's, there isn't a whole lot of understanding between the nuances between the Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland and stuff. So to have somebody up there who's kind of representing that sort of area and that sort of part of the UK, I thought was was great. And to and to put that message, which is like, it's kind of known for all the fighting, but the majority of people are just peaceful and want to get on with their lives. Like I thought that was a really great message to use on your opportunity, you know. Uh, Juju was up next with that gorgeous red iridescent peplum it was like ruby red and like her beat was fantastic it's it's really just like fuck the first four weeks this is this is who i really am (laughs) it looked stunning i could not keep my eyes off juju when she walked out she looked absolutely stunning i will say that with juju it's always like a stunning look i don't always get like clever or um there's never anything that's like a hidden meaning or or out that have a message but she always looks stunning and that's exactly what she delivered on that runway as well i thought she looked absolutely beautiful i completely agree and i actually think that she should have just leaned into that across the whole of the season and just been like taking the prompts because where she tried to do something that was like more out of the box or more kind of a bit sort of interesting it sort of fell flat in its face because she never faced because i don't think she really takes it to that level that like someone like Pangina or Blue might necessarily do the one thing I did find and it's like it, it harkens back to the early days of X Factor where everyone walks in the door with their sob story and like yeah. I think it is devastating about like Juju being you know abandoned obviously but I was I was kind of thinking you saw a picture of your mother did your mother make that horrible snake dress two weeks ago because otherwise because like because like un- unless she did like there's no reason you had that in your suitcase <laughs> That is sorry. What? That is the shadiest thing I've ever said. <laughs> so, like, I was rooting for Juju, and when she gave us that spiel, I was, I, I, although I believed the 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 emotions were true, I was kind of like, are these just, you know, are we just sort of shifting the narrative here to sort of be like, the reason why I didn't show up is because I'm being upset because of my mom. It kind of just felt a bit too convenient yeah. for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, we'll go back to the snake outfit just for a second because it can't be brushed over i wish that she just owned up to it and accepted and said yeah okay this isn't great but even when she was confronted by bagger saying you're wearing a snake and a leotard yeah. what's so bad about it just admit it okay you made a mistake it didn't <laughs> land it's awful it kind of um yeah i was just like, i wish you just owned up then and we're kind of like yeah 
especially when you especially when you see like what she's worn in the runway the last two weeks and like even like in the last two weeks she we've we've got a runway look from her and we've got a a, a lip sync performance look from her and those four outfits are better than everything she wore in the in the preceding weeks like the the outfit that she wore today that, that like to, to lip sync in the kind of orange suit thing was better than like arguably better than her her the the outfit she arrived in at the very beginning of the thing so it was it, it, it did feel like there was a bit of me going you know james's conspiracy corner was she actually trying to play the edit and like just sort of like r- go under the radar to get to the very yeah. end like was yeah, that part of it risk, that's a risky game if she was though because there were times yeah. where if the lip sync would have won the other way she would have been gone i'd love to know to you so when jimbo was eliminated do you think you would have eliminated juju instead Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was, I think that was the right, the right decision would have been to send Gigi home because at that stage she had been told like two weeks in a row, was it by the judges that you're, you're not really bringing it. And it was, it was unfair to, to have someone who so passionately wanted to be in the competition leave when someone was like really phoning it in. I think she brought runway looks to undermine so that if she was up for eviction, she, or she wouldn't look like a threat but I don't think she purposely threw the challenges I think she genuinely was upset when she messed up the the Liza Minnelli routine and stuff like that I think she did really try there I I think she I I I really think because she did sort of say I've been trying to play down how much of a threat I am and I wonder where the runway is purposefully because like she has a great taste I would never see her in anything like that snake thing and she purposely put horrible tights with it so like I think she's playing the long game Tights. They were Primark's reduced section, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah, P- Primark's Paddy's Day reduced section. <laughs> Collected dust. They've been on sale for about six months. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they were bad. They were bad. Uh, finally, was Mo gave us that shiny breastplate with the big orange cape and the updo. I have to say, this was my least favorite of them all. I don't know whether it was because I have bias towards Mo and the fashion that she brings that I, when I walked out, I thought she looked lovely, but it wasn't what I was expecting. It really wasn't because some of my favorite outfits have actually been from her this season. So I think that my expectations were particularly high, but I do honestly still think that she looked stunning. I do, but I just, it wasn't what I was expecting when she walked out. No, I think back to like when she arrived in that absolutely phenomenal green gown, like that regal green. And I just didn't think like kind of if that's the level you're walking in at, then you need to be kind of like matching it. And I did think I thought the color was beautiful. I loved the kind of metallic bustier thing. I thought her makeup was great, but it was just kind of a bit like it wasn't quite at the level I was expecting from the runway looks we've had from her across the, the season. So I yeah, there was a bit of me that kind of goes like, God, Mo, this wasn't the week to kind of not give it oomph. Because even when she's doing the mini challenges and they're just in the workroom, her outfits are bloody oh my fantastic. God, yeah. <laughs> even when she's not on the runway, I'm like, you'll give a refill a run for his money and that's good, I'll tell you that. Yeah, so she absolutely. With fashion. So yeah, I think that's why my expectations were particularly high, but I still won't take away from the fact that she looked stunning. She oh, really, really stunning, did. yeah. yeah. I, she, she, her sort of story was the most moving to me about how this time she finally has her mum's approval I thought that that, that 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 got a few tears out of me and obviously she opened up about the going through conversion therapy about how her parents, her mother originally wouldn't accept her growing up in such a religious background that was that just sounds so tough and the fact now that she's got her mum's approval and she her mum would be rooting for her 
I was genuinely almost crying. I was like, this is so touching. I just, I was so happy for her. No, I was I, so happy. I could, I could be, I, I actually felt like really strong. And interesting then with Mo, it's kind of like this, like her three runs of Farm and Drag Race. You get this complete narrative now of this person. Because she was saying like even about how when she walked in the first two times she felt like a diamond in the rough like she believed in her own abilities she knew she yeah. had the power but she wasn't quite able to translate that to to yeah. it and this time she just got an opportunity to shine and I really did see that like she is a queen who like belongs on, at the same caliber uh, as but like I always go to Shea Coulee as my definition of like the perfect queen yeah. <laughs> but like she is she is a queen who, who belongs in that that same group and she is been really impressive and she's like personality wise grown on me over this season like who knows how to be funny who knows how to be shady who knows how to be a bit mean when she needs to but also has well it's in the name has such heart (laughs) (laughs) because i will be honest she can be bloody shady at times but i know that it's not something that she means like maliciously it always is just just straight up and i think maybe for someone watching her that hadn't seen her previous seasons or didn't know her they could be like wow she is quite savage but actually it's not you know what you're going to get with her and she's also got that kindness and that care as much as she's got the shade and i think it's just part of her personality and i find her hilarious (laughs) um yeah for me it's just like she she seems like a queen that should have won um yeah. something in the seasons that she's been yeah. in. She's gonna turn up if she's back one more time, she's on DJ level as well, isn't she? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go we'll get, get to, to the lip sync, I guess. Um to so she was up first lip sync against Baga to Jesse J's yeah. Domino. Great yes. song. This is a queen who's beaten Manila Luzon and you know tied Latrice Royale in the lip syncs. I kind of felt she didn't bring it in this episode of the lip sync. Title lip sync assassin. We know that she's a lip sync assassin. Um, I was really surprised as well. I don't know whether it was just because she thought, oh, I'm against Bagger, and she kind of underestimated her competition, so therefore was like, oh, I'll like preserve my energy. I don't know, but I didn't see it full as much. Yeah, I, I completely thought the same thing. It wasn't like it was the final that she was battling for. I didn't get that like huge passion and like yeah from that i was expecting this to be like a denali versus kimura hall lip sync. yeah it's just like a fucking wipe, wipe the, floor the floor with it yeah and it wasn't I, it was i was, I was I completely no i i i love um domino but i do find as a song it has a very kind of like singular tempo so maybe yeah. it doesn't allow for those like big arcs and those big moments of, yeah. of kind of like expression so maybe she was a bit trapped by that I, I and yeah. I think as well perhaps she was saving some of her tricks for the finale because she kind of knew what Baga is like I think the back like you could tell when she picked Baga Baga basically was going to go and sit with the other queens already <laughs> she was like we don't need to do this it's fine <laughs> <laughs> and I don't find that safe or a nap again yeah. like I didn't know yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah but I thought the same maybe she saved herself for the finale but I didn't see in the finale either necessarily. But let's move on to the next one. Blue versus Jujubee to the reflex by Duran Duran. You know, Jujubee is the OG lip sync assassin. And I think she, I think, A, maybe she didn't give us her full performance. But also, I think this is a really difficult song. This doesn't suit Jujubee's wheelhouse at no. all. No, I completely agree as well. I thought that in terms of like the tempo that she likes to reach and the speed that she likes to reach, like it kind of wasn't fitting with her energy and you could kind of see that there was a bit of a disjoint in the lip sync. It definitely wasn't the best I'd seen her lip sync by a mile. 
no absolutely not and i think that like while she like i like juju really excels in the more sensual kind of performances this song didn't in any way for that whereas blue's absolutely manic explosive energy was exactly what this song called for and like i mean she was like like she seemed to somehow be in about 17 places in the screen at once. Like she was like doing this over there. She was kicking over here. Like it was everything all at once. I know. I felt but so it... proud of Blue when I was seeing her do that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you were just so good. You've come so far. I was just yeah. like, I just felt really rooted for Blue at this point. I was like, wow, she is bringing it. And she is not, she's going to make sure she's wasting none of this opportunity. And, it and just that's why I love it. I love through. it. Yeah, yeah. And Juju likes to start slow and build yes. up in her lip syncs, whereas Blue yeah. was straight out the gate with a. Yeah. <laughs> and the energy was just—you could tell that she gave it everything, and her energy was literally like coming out of the screen when I was watching it. I wanted to get up and dance with her. I was like. Yeah. <laughs> so that brings uh, Mo. Well, actually, um, the first thing, the, the last thing we need to go to on the the Blue versus Juju thing wise, and I don't know, this could be just because I spend my entire life living in a in a drag race bubble, but I wonder yeah. whether whether Blue's look for this runway the 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 reflex was the inspiration for the season 14 color palette of that like blue oh, and orange because it was exactly the color palette yeah. anyway yeah. oh be. my god i love that connection that was such <laughs> yeah. a rue saw that I was like, you're my winner baby and also we're taking that over there give it I to the designers well, i guess 14. you've been making your artworks on instagram so you're looking at those colors every week I so am, i guess yes. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so there so the finale then is Blue and Mo again Blue is kind of erratic but I think she did a much better job this time and I felt Mo didn't again didn't give us that oomph didn't give us like a, you know the performance that she can do she didn't give us any splits she didn't give us any wig reveals she didn't give she just did a straight up sort of dance that made me think does she want this? I wasn't I sure. And I was like, when's the surprise going to come? When's the surprise going to come? When is she going to do that shock factor that she brings yeah. when she's bringing it in lip syncs? I, I have two speculations for why. Maybe yeah. one of them is, you know, we've seen her go on this journey. She feels so... I, I look at her and I just see peace of mind. I feel she's yeah. totally exactly where she wants to be. I think she has the perfect all-stars elegance or you know a narrative where you just see someone ascend to being the best you know performer and maybe she was like you know what i don't need this win the other speculation is she's like you know if i win now i won't get invited back to all size 14 where i could win 100 grand so not gonna win this one i'm not gonna win anything for it and you know what when it was announced that it was blue that was the winner i know that everyone would be a good sport but i didn't really see any sadness no yeah. <laughs> from, from there, she was like ah, well done no really, Which like, I found really interested i was like no it was that was a beautiful moment like the sort of the absolute just like running over to hug each other it like it yeah. really it really was just that's like really special moment of like people who yeah. obviously all really love each other and all really yeah. care about each other being proud of each other so yeah like yeah. It, it didn't feel like mo was like hurt by the by by the decision um yeah at all and and like yeah maybe maybe you're right Kian. maybe she has her eyes on like all stars 25 <laughs> <laughs> and then she officially will be juju 2.0 let's yeah. go she can kind of help me though because to me she's a queen that should have won something yeah. like yeah. she should have yeah. a crown i think yeah so. she's like katia kind of like maybe like a, a winner in them in the eyes of the fans but no, no nothing on the on the scoreboard yes yeah absolutely well, Brittany, it was so fun to have you on to chat the finale. Uh, 
Well, I, I, I know you know the outcome of The Apprentice, but we're wishing you luck. We're wishing you all the way. We want you to take it home like blue. Yes. <laughs> this was absolutely the best. Thank you for inviting me. I feel like I've known you for ages. The power of Drag Race podcasting. It brings people together. <laughs> and, and where can people find out everything you've got going on on the internet? So if you go onto my Instagram, it's Brit Carter, which has two R's. And then I just post everything on there that I've got going on. And then obviously there's a few more episodes of Apprentice left until we find out who's won. Thursdays at nine o'clock on BBC One. So yeah, we've got the last few now. It's the last task on Thursday. And then it's into okay. the interviews and the finals. So oh, we, have our, we have our fingers, we have our fingers <laughs> crossed for you. Uh, we, we, yeah. Although absolute faith as well. Absolute faith as well. <laughs> I have to say I'm struggling to know where I'm putting Blue in the Hall of Fame. Am I putting her above Shea Coulee? That doesn't feel right. Am I putting her, you know, on the same level as Aquaria? Maybe that would work. So I just I just don't know what does this mean? Where does she sit in the hierarchy of the greatest queens of all time? I mean, I feel like she feels like an all-stars winner for the UK. I don't know that necessarily she hits the same kind of like yeah you are right it's like it's like if this is a museum if well at this stage the hall of fame is is about a three wing kind of museum with the amount of people who are in it and i definitely think that that she has pride of place but maybe it's pride of place next to like the toilets (laughs) (laughs) well that's it the ruse created so many different tiering systems because there's the winner's circle and then now we have the hall of fame and now what's this new one going to be in and the all winner season that's coming what how's that going to be so i i see her in the international winner's circle. That's kind of where I'm seeing her. I saw someone like put up the Vivian and Lawrence and, and Crystal and Blue. And I was like, Joe, I'm happy with those four sort of being being a, a thing. Here's a question for you now. UK versus the world season two. Bimini competes and wins. Would you see Bimini on the same level as Jay Coulet? Assuming that Bimini brings to the competition what, she, what, what she's been bringing, you know, on Instagram, then possibly, yeah. Okay, so so it's more it's it's more to do with the 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 fierceness of the serve in the competition than the actual competition itself. It for me it it's got to do with faith and being able to get the job done. You know, no matter what mm. the challenge, if it's runway, if it's comedy, if it's acting, if it's improv, I kind of feel Shakule is has a pretty good job of doing a, a good job, and yeah. I I I wonder. You know, if there had been a stand-up challenge, how would a blue have done? If there had been maybe another acting challenge, which she was in the bottom for in the season one, which she done, maybe she's got a good run at it. Or maybe, I don't know. I also feel like, even like her final look, I kind of just feel she's still finding her feet with who she is as a, as a performer and even in her looks. Like, her final look was amazing, but there were still parts I think she could have taken away from it. Mm. So I, I don't feel like she has the Mohart fully formed. I know who I am. This yeah. is the level I'm going to perform at. I still see room for growth. No, absolutely. And there's still even, like, she even acknowledges herself in the finale uh, or in the episode about how she felt like a filler queen. So there is that lack of certainty within herself that, like, I suppose this will, will have gone a huge way to, to, to address for her. Um, but definitely is a queen who has room left to grow. And I wonder if 
perhaps like because we know that they will film both queens winning at the end of this season i wonder if perhaps the fan reaction to blue over the course of this series might be one of the reasons why she she's gotten this because she has become a, a massive fan favorite she was way ahead in terms of like the people like having that conversations online and you know she was somewhat overlooked throughout some challenges that she did do very well in like i felt she deserved a very good critique within the in the in the the first challenge and at other points throughout it as well like i think her runways have deserved like like when she did the ball and she had that amazing look where she was like the the oldie time strong man i was like that was you know so there was times where perhaps she could have been highlighted more that she wasn't um but yeah i was very happy with her as a winner though i'm delighted that we finally have a a, a, a drag race winner who on our shores birthed on our shores <laughs> right well thank you for listening uh, let us know were you happy with the winner over on instagram at sissy that pod uh, if you want to check out what we've got in the pipeline we've got a, a, a new page sissy productions for all our non-drag race but still queer related podcast work that we've done outside of the show if you want to check us out over there and we'll be back with you on monday for the next episode of drag race us we'll see you then see you love you Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.